You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. All right, welcome everyone to an odd, sickly episode of we don't, Pow. Michael can't introduce this week. Yeah, Michael, it's uh, buddy. We're we're sorry you feel bad, but uh, yeah, Michael's under the weather. His his voice is completely gone, and that's tough when you're doing a podcast. He has been sick. His wife has been sick, but he's a he's a trooper. He's soldiered on. He's here with us tonight, and the only thing we could do to sort of figure this out. We gave him a whiteboard, so anytime he's going to contribute, he's going to draw something or write something on the whiteboard to interrupt as he normally does. But it'll be furiously scribbled on a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the illustrious. I one, think you should you should have to like draw a picture, not just write the words. Yeah, I become want. like a picture. It could become yeah. like a pictionary game. So by the time you finish something, we'll be on to the <laughs> next thing. <laughs> Audible? Is it audible? Are you trying to draw an audible? He's drawing illustrious. <laughs> That's not how you spell illustrious, Michael. <laughs> anyway, for the illustrious Michael K. Easton, I am Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm the Poobah. Um Were you guys going to go ahead and plug your thing? You're plugging your thing? Huh? Plugging our thing. Michael. Plugging your thing, Michael. No, Michael, stop drawing. <laughs> stop drawing, Michael. In reality, he has drawn nothing yet. He's just sitting there. Why, why even be here? <laughs> um, so. First Friday event. Take there, it away. Downtown I don't know Marietta. Every month they have a First Fridays. Or is it First Fridays or First Friday? First Friday. First Friday. And there have been two and it has been a combined eight degrees on both, <laughs> both First Fridays. But mm. the next First Friday will be March 3rd. And we're expecting some spring-like weather, so come on down to downtown Marietta. The shops will be open late. Any of the shops that close at 5 will be staying open until 9 p.m. And we're going to do something fun, too, at Asylum. Yeah, we don't care about any of those other shops. Right, right, we right. just want to talk about what's going on in Asylum. Yeah. So, Asylum Comics, 3rd Street, Marietta, podcast night. Podcast night at Asylum Comics. Trademark. <laughs> yeah. First ever podcast night at asylum comics we're going to organize an event we are organizing an event we're going to have some local podcasts from here in the mid-ohio valley including us um, we're going to set up a table and we're going to do some recording um, probably talk to some folks that are in the store so everybody come out and uh not guaranteed <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes but yeah so that's going to be march 3rd I'm still working on the details and, and exactly everything that's going to happen, but but definitely going to be fun. And uh, we've already talked to a few other shows that um, have agreed to come down and are really excited about it. And so yeah, basically kind of a podcaster roundtable. We're going to have one big one big gab fest. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk to each other and and kind of and you know, get the vibe on what everyone does here in the area with as far as podcasting goes. And then if you want to come in, listen to us. If you want to come in, talk to us. 
You can pull up a microphone and we'll talk to you about what you're into and what what kind of podcast you listen to, that sort of thing, or just come hang out and listen and see how the magic is. Very casual. Yes. Don't don't be intimidated. Come in, you can just stare at us like monkeys in the window. <laughs> All right, let's go on. Let's say, do some Star Wars. Okay, what is it? Uh, first Friday, Force Friday, fr- Force Fridays? Force Friday. Yeah. Almost as popular as Friday. Right, as First Friday, yeah. Force Friday 2 is coming. <laughs> Everybody was wondering whether there was going to be one last year, and there wasn't. And they must be holding out for just these Skywalker saga movies, the big ones. They're having the Force Friday. Yeah, they on. definitely promote this more than they yeah. did with Rogue One. September so. 1st. You're gonna do the same type of thing. It was a big hit all over the world, really. Yeah. Where they release all the new toys. I think the big one was BB-8, that remote control mm-hmm. BB-8, a couple of years ago. And then they released like box art showing, you know, like Ray is actually on some of the art this time. Yeah. And yeah. Got, she, I'd totally forgotten about that. Yeah. There was like a big deal. She wasn't in things. And then she, uh, she's got her, Qui-Gon Jinn hairdo. Yeah, she's got her hair down. <laughs> and, uh. Lightsaber in hand. Yeah, so what, no what hiding color out is anymore. her lightsaber? It's the blue one. Oh. oh, that she had in the movie? Yeah. That everyone saw? Yeah. And yeah. isn't the spoiler? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they, uh, and Ray, yeah, Ray fan power on the box and, you know, on that day, that's when you'll get to see toys of like new characters that we don't, didn't, haven't even heard of are gonna be in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, everybody get out there, line up to get your next Constable Zuvio figure. <laughs> Can't wait. Are you making that up? Michael, draw a picture of what you think Constable <laughs> Zuvio looks like. Okay, and then there, the big hoopla over the Last Jedi title, people, smart people are like, well, you know, is it plural? Is it si- singular? We're going to find out when... It comes, the ads come out in other languages, and sure enough, you know, that is the case. We got, um, the German version and the Italian version. So let's see, the German version of the post, poster says, Die Leitzen Jedi, which is the plural version of Jedi. So it's referring to more than one Jedi. If it was singular, it would then be. Then I shall take down my scathing blog post. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> and they list here in German what it would have been if it was singular, and 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 so far, like the other ads that in different languages that have come out, all confirm this that they're using the plural of Jedi. So, but that's there. weird because the plural of Jedi in English is Jedi. Well, that's what. But in these other languages, it's not what the word Jedi. It's the modifiers, mm. you know, in the other languages. Mm-hmm. So. That's kind of what some people were saying. We thought in the last, the last, it, the last Jedi are gonna be like Luke and Ray and yeah. possibly, you know, what's his face, Kylo. Did you think they had any inkling that would be a thing? I don't know. Like, did they like, oh, we'll put this out and fans are gonna worry if it's singular or plural? Yeah, like, I think they, they some did. of this stuff has to take. Yeah, even, oh, I'm even sure, yeah, the yeah. the Disney people by surprise. I I don't doubt that, but I bet they thought. I think I think they really think about these titles. Yeah, right? and at some point you just have to put it out there, no matter what. Did you see the new stormtroopers? 
I saw a little picture, but I didn't look really. Yeah, press conference, didn't he? Yeah, it was a whole thing. (laughs) Now, Ryan Johnson, the director, released some photos of the, Mm -hmm. you know, the stormtrooper costumes and they're just just a little updated okay because i didn't really notice a difference they oh were it's white, not huge and, but yeah, yeah they're, they're white they have helmets <laughs> that, but no it's like the uh <laughs> the like nose piece and stuff uh-huh. it's a little like slight variation uh just the ridge is sharper and mm. I, I thought the chest plate looked a little different it was like kind of like they weren't a cut off <laughs> or whatever I don't, I don't i thought it looked nicer yeah it wasn't as rounded off as these as the ones from Force You're Awakens. being awfully dismissive of any fans out there who are worried about the plurality of the word Jedi are going to take a difference in Stormtrooper costumes <laughs> way more seriously. <laughs> You're not giving it the gravity and importance it deserves. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was... I thought they looked pretty good. And that Chuck Wendig has that Star Wars series, Aftermath. I don't know what the... there's. It's like a mm-hmm. trilogy or something. Yeah. This third book is coming out called aftermath empire's end and the news today about it was that it's gonna have some jar jar in it we gotta see what happened to jar jar fitting into jar jar (laughs) i read the little excerpt they put out. yeah i'll read it right here it says this is an interlude set on the planet of naboo a refugee boy named mapo encounters a gungan performing for kids on the streets clowning around in a fountain twice a day Oh, my, my, I love yours. Misa is humble servant. While being studiously avoided by the grown-ups. Misa Jar Jar, says the clown when Mapo introduces himself. <laughs> it was like... And and they were, you know, if we recall, not only was he like the super annoying character, of course, everybody did not like. Ah, word. And... But then, you know, in Revenge of the Sith, he used his... You know, powers in the Senate to, um, he wanted, wanted to give Ch- Chancellor Palpatine emergency powers, which is, you know, just ruined, he ruined everything. Uh, of course he did. <laughs> very, very bad. And, yeah, the, I think a quote from the book here, it says, is him saying, Jar Jar making some, uh, mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> but, so him did George Lucas. Yeah. But the, uh, the point, the real point. George ta- miscalculated. Yeah. Yeah. The thing to take from it, I think, if you're, if you look at what story they're putting out there, they say right in the excerpt that he is entertaining the children and the adults are studiously avoiding him, which is, I think they're trying to imply that's what we should have been doing all along. That he was in there for the kids. Yeah. And we maybe we stupid kids. Yeah, and we were like, no, no, <laughs> these aren't for kids. These are for us. Uh, put him in a fountain <laughs> over there. Uh, Thank yeah, you. Well, he's a he's a clown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anything else? Star Wars? You guys got? Nope. Okay. Uh, no. Um. TV. You have failed this city. Run. Marvel and DC on TV. I am Supergirl. What's your name, darling? Agent Jobless. <laughs> Here's where we talk about Riverdale for the next hour. Oh, I was going to save it for last. <laughs> <laughs> Riverdale's great. How many episodes have we had now? Three or four? four. I can't even keep track. Four. I watched that fourth one. 
First off, uh, there was a, you guys are missing out on the Patreon content <laughs> on our messenger. <laughs> so I'm talking to, to the audience here because this Facebook messenger thing we got going on is pretty good. But I was freaking out the other day watching the third episode last weekend and I just kept sending screenshots. I was watching them <laughs> and like, what is happening? Ethel is Barb from Stranger Things? <laughs> Barb Ethel? It's like we need a whole new podcast. She's the new Bernarnold from <laughs> from Westworld. It was, like, it was just well, every five seconds there was something that was like, I'm gonna just really deep dive into this. I was screenshotting like yeah. things out of that journal and reading every line. There was a lot to unpack in that third episode. There really was. Sure. I had taken a little nap. Did you wake up with a sticky maple? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only Riverdale fans would get that. <laughs> I woke up to 28 messages <laughs> between you two <laughs> only talking about Riverdale. And I was like, well, crap. Now I'm going to have to watch it. Well, by the time it was over. I'm invested, all yeah. right? Well, I agree. Just we're, we're, yeah, we're just spoiling. We don't care. if you, You're either watching it or you're not. But the, uh, you know, like Jordan was messaging saying he his theory you know so a guy got killed J- jason blossom got killed so it's a, it's a whodunit but say, there's obviously something going on with betty she had her sister polly that was in the comics but she's not in the show and they refer to her she's in that book of yeah, of the playbook yeah the the book that the football players have been you know what girls they bagged you know and mm-hmm. um and it, it's kind of a little implication whether she even exists or not and what you know it could be we're going to find out like jordan's theory that she is betty is polly she had like a split personality or something yeah i think they've introduced betty's mom alice cooper (laughs) that's another thing there was a whole message about that is her name really alice cooper (laughs) what is happening but uh yeah so and she's like the overprotective ultra conservative don't go with that nasty Andrews boy. Like you got to protect yourself. And, yeah. And like she's way too crazy. Yeah. And there was a history with Betty's sister and the dead kid. Yeah. Also that, a redhead. Who? Yes. The nasty gingers out there. Who? That's so. But that's what Miss Grundy likes. Well, something must be. Because <laughs> she was tutoring both of them. I. I mean, come on. When they laid down, first off, I hate to interrupt, but when they laid down the newspaper picture or whatever of old Miss Grundy, that she had like <laughs> stolen her identity, I about fell off the chair. I was like, this show is great. <laughs> yeah, that was the big revelation of episode four. That yeah. Miss Grundy's not who she says she is. She should be a, an old crone with a bun. Right. Her hair. We just thought she was improved, but no. She yeah. stole her identity. <laughs> she got pearl muttered. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, and my daughter pointed out, I, I have my, now, because of you guys, my whole family is invested in this show over the last couple of days. My daughter immediately pointed out that the guy, the actor that plays Jughead is a Disney kid. <laughs> and he's from... I could not find a more perfect meme to put after you told me that, because it just crushed me. <laughs> but go ahead, tell me. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the twins that used to be on... um the Sweet Life with Zach and Cody, and then The Sweet Life on Deck, which was the follow-up series. And I was like, 
it just like, and I was so like loving Jughead. I just put that meme there with Michael Phelps holding up boneless wings or nuggets. It's like, like you totally ruined that for me. Oh, you like my nine year old for that. But I, I had my own theory. There's Dilton Doily from the comics. He's like the Boy Scout. Uh, guy or whatever well he was in the woods with a gun doing target mm-hmm. practice or whatever and they, just when they he was being grilled by jughead and betty and he sat in the chair and all i could see was kevin spacey it was like out of usual suspects <laughs> i was like it's kaiser Sose. it's like it's gonna be because he's telling a story he's telling his side of the yeah. story and there's no reason not to believe right him. Yeah, you would never really. suspect him so i just look at that and i take that screenshot and I send it to Jordan, and I was like, and I said, it's attached to a picture of Kevin Spacey. I was like, here's my theory. And then I was sitting there thinking, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, the way that works out, there, he's like reading stuff in the background. And I was looking in the background behind him, and I was like, wait, 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 it's not behind him. It's behind them. And I was looking, and it's the bulletin board cluttered with stuff just like in The Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. And so I attached those, and I was like, forget it. I sent those to the, one of the senior writers at Vanity Fair magazine. Right she, to the top. Oh yeah, I was like, I was like, boom. And she was like, Oh my god! <laughs> she sent it out to a bunch of people. I kept getting notifications. All these people were liking this. Like, oh, there's this crazy guy out there. It's <laughs> blowing our minds, you know. That's why I don't know if we're supposed to have enough clues to even start guessing. Because I'm guessing this show's going to be 20 some oh, episodes. So I, I don't know, know if they expect us to have any sort of ground to stand on for any wild theory but we're not waiting we're yeah right oh she was so excited that the the theories were starting already i was like the only thing upset me i didn't attach the the last picture of them dropping the coffee cup and smashing <laughs> on the ground <laughs> anyway for some reason riverdale's good <laughs> inexplicably i don't know why <laughs> yeah i'm not sure but yeah <laughs> but but it's good i'm telling you i'm all in well i mean I don't know what it is, but like Archie, you know, I'm under some spell. You know, I, I I'm under Grundy's spell, and I won't listen to reason. This show is good. Now this episode, we got a Skeet Ulrich sighting. I know. I was gonna say, was like, first off, not only is Jughead, you know, either Zach or Cody. I don't know. It could go either way. But his dad is Skeet Ulrich, and what's his sister's name? We saw a picture of her. I can't. Jelly bean. Jelly bean. Yeah, that's of course. straight out of the comics. <laughs> Jelly bean. I was like, oh my gosh, and you know what a. We've got serpent. What are they called? The South Side serpent. Serpent. Yeah, I don't know. It is. But all this real moment, estate scam. No, oh, it's, got, it is just. And it is so dense yes. with things going on. The I, one of the oddest moment of the whole episode to me, though, is they're at the drive-in, which for some reason Jughead lives at. <laughs> and that's supposed to make sense. But That was a pretty poignant turn, though, at the I, end. It's yeah. Poor Jughead making it on his own. I know. I'm falling off the couch. I'd keep, I don't even get back on it anymore. But the, <laughs> the when they're sitting there, it's like, who is it? Veronica, Kevin Keller. First off, Kevin's got him something going on with one of these Southside serpents. He finally yeah. found him, found him somebody. After his dad told, what kind of scene was that? His dad, his dad told him, "Don't go off in the woods with guys." I know what you know. Can't you find a nice gay boy at high school? And he's like, "I'm the nice gay boy at high school." But anyway, he's like, he's just going off with some guy. But anyway, they're sitting there. 
Veronica, Kevin, and Cheryl. Cheryl Blossom. And she says, well, first of all, why does Cheryl, she makes fun of everyone and then tries to cozy up with them. I don't get that. That kind of rings true to me as a small town. Where, like, we all grew up together, and no matter who, you know, oh, you're better than me, and you were fighting, but, like, we've all known each other our whole right. lives. Like, yeah. That, that does, I thought the same thing. She is, she is who she is. She wants to be the elite, but still, this is the only people here. Mm. You know? <laughs> She's got to hang out with somebody. And she's sitting there, and she just makes this nice statement of how Jason loved movies, and they roll the hell out of their <laughs> eyes. I was like, he's dead! He died, like, a couple weeks ago! And you guys are... <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, whatever. Dude, don't watch it, just listen to us. <laughs> I, I, I can't get enough of it. Anyway, I guess there were other shows. I have a big announcement. Kevin Smith... Is making a show for BBC America. It's a procedural based on Sam and Twitch from Spawn. Uh, you know, it's going to be like a you know what what they did like crimes dealing with the occult and they they were in Spawn like since yeah the very yeah beginning. they were like adversaries of his right off and then they kind of just you know I didn't say they worked together but they mm. you know tolerated each other in the comics. I don't remember that well. I know there was a series. There was a spinoff. It was one of Brian Michael Bendis's yeah. earliest. Did you read mainstream? That? Where I I have every issue of it. It's good. I've never read it, and I I just read today that he wrote it. I did or most of it, and I didn't know. It's that. It, if you don't like Bendis, I love Bendis. You you it'd be unreadable. Okay, it is like prime Bendis. Yeah. Every page is like. There are 14 heads on it, and it's back and forth yeah. dialogue, like David Mamet rapid fire right. dialogue. Well, he's one of my favorites, so yeah. I would. So love it him. is it is prime early Bendis, and it he wrote it for 16 or 19 issues, something like that. 26. It, the series, oh, oh the series, he wrote. I'm the sorry, yes, last he wrote, year, yeah. Right. So he only he and then as soon as he he had some kind of falling out with McFarlane, I think. I remember. So McFarlane uh, drew it, or no? no? He was just oh, okay. You know, just he was just McFarlane, attached, just right? ahead yeah. of it was. Uh, Ashley, not Ashley, Ashley Wood? One of those, somebody who's mm. bigger now. Right. Uh, ain't no Angel Michael, who is it? This is going to take too long. Okay, never mind. <laughs> He's yeah. wiping it off his arm. <laughs> very, very good, a good, cool Glad artist. you stayed, dude. But, uh, yeah, so Bendis, like, he won some awards and stuff. Like, that was the only Spawn comic I ever bought. And then Bendis wrote like a Hellspawn mini series, and I bought that one too, because I was I was a huge Bendis fan right when he kind of broke out there, and it was good. And then I think I remember at the time there being some kind of dust up. Todd fired him or something. Mm. He got he was getting too popular or something. Right. I think that was kind of the rumor at the time. Right. Bendis was, you know, no one outshined Todd right, <laughs> at yeah. Image, so. I don't know, but yeah, if you can find, I'm sure there's back issues around. I'm oh, sure I'm, they've, they've reprinted them somewhere. Yeah, but. I'm gonna look into it because I, yeah, it sounds right. But yeah, it was alley. like it was supernatural. Yeah, you know, there well, one's about a coven of witches. You know, it's it's very occult and mm-hmm. dark. Yeah, but it's also a crime, which is perfect for TV. Yeah, know, a detective show, a procedural. Yeah, they said it was gonna it's gonna be single episodes. I mean, they're not gonna have like. You know, each each will have a close, but there will be like serializations with the characters, which know? is what I kind of hoped Constantine would have evolved into. Yeah. But we didn't get that. So, 
But it's Kevin Smith, so <laughs> the last eight pieces of Kevin Smith news we've given have not yeah. turned out. Falling so through Buckaroo Bonds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, as soon as Buckaroo Bonds like, comes out, then we'll get right, yeah. uh, Speaking of Kevin Smith, I can't let this, this go by. We On this week's comic book, man, it came up. I don't even remember how it came up, but about Karate Kid. Oh, oh, duh, Daniel yeah, Russo. Yeah, Ralph Macchio <laughs> was on there, but he it's was talking about. He just showed up to the store. While I know they were that just bugs the crap out of me. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Anyway, the uh, they were talking about like the last minute or whatever of Karate Kid and how great it is. Or I, I can't let this go by because I have long, <laughs> long preached to people that that's one of the greatest movie minutes ever there is so dun, much dun, dun, as the music oh, yeah. well, he, like he comes dun, up dun, dun. Johnny takes his leg and puts his elbow through it and then that's <laughs> you know and that one guy I don't know his name but he's like <laughs> and they're like, he's y'all right, son, you know, and he's getting up and it's just like the music dun, dun, dun. you know and he what it you know there's finish him crease over there I'm like Johnny's standing up you know he's down on the mat jumps up turns around he's like coiled like getting ready to spring across that ring and just kill the guy and he when he goes up in the crane I'm just like Ugh, what nod from Miyagi I've always oh, wanted yeah, someone to nod say, at that me that one moment he just, he just that, much, that I was that uh, right and that I had that much faith someone that much faith in me yeah he sees him in the crane and just gives him that nod oh my gosh so good and then then he like you know kicks the guy in the face and he's like dragging his face across the mat you know back to his side like a dog dragging its ass (laughs) i don't know one of the greatest minutes in movie history i love that so since they brought it up Was that? What's that have to do with Kevin? He brought it up. Oh, okay. he was talking about it on the show. Just that that okay. minute or whatever. I was like, "You're every once in a while, you know, on totally the same page." Walking Dead first episode we saw yeah. was not terrible. After a long layoff, Walking Dead yeah. returns. I don't, you know, I still I hit the fast forward a couple times, but yeah, I. I usually like the slower episodes. Um, there's usually, you know, pretty heavy in character development and just almost are in, in there to just catch your breath a little bit. But this one was okay, but... I don't know. The thing I liked about about it that was I liked everybody, like, together. Like, they're in there mm-hmm. with, what's his face, the guy at the... At the hilltop. hilltop yeah, whatever. Yeah. And they're just all in the room. I'm like, everybody's together. This it just feels like a reset here. You know, mm-hmm. everybody, I usually But the main group is there. I'm like, okay, I know where everybody is. And I like that. And, like, you made that point about <laughs> about uh, Ezekiel. Oh, yeah. That was one of the reviews I read kind of pointed out that they went to Gregory and said... Join us. He's like, no. I'm like, what a jerk. So they go to Ezekiel. <laughs> say, join us. He's like, nah. Like, well, that's Ezekiel, you know. Like, <laughs> we're supposed to hate Gregory, but still love Ezekiel. Right. And they made the exact same decision. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, not nothing to go on about, but it wasn't a terrible episode. 
yeah, there's definitely just some kind of momentum when they're a group facing a common goal. It, it's neat to get some solo episodes here and there, but for half a season, that's that's a tough slog to, yeah. to get. To. And we can't go not say about the big action moment in it. You know, that was the biggest thing that drew a lot of fans <laughs> back, just how awesome that moment is with the clothesline. You know, on the highway, that was pretty, yeah, that was I pretty good. It didn't make, it didn't make, it did not make any sense to us. <laughs> like, I can't follow why you would do anything like, you know, what they were doing, how, how you have some plane like that and still end up with 800 zombies right grabbing at your shirt. Yeah. It's like, guys, you gotta get a better plane than this. <laughs> anyway, Legion. We've seen a couple episodes now. First episode was great, mm-hmm. you know. It's so abstract. I mean, it's almost too much for me. <laughs> I mean, it's movie quality. That first episode was, was gorgeous. Uh, the end, you know, with the rushing, the, rushing through the woods. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And just throwing people back and explosions and stuff. It was, yeah. I don't know how excited I would be if it weren't for the pedigree of the creator who's already right. made a show I love. Right, it feels like Fargo. And <laughs> the quality because I'm not, the show has not really hooked me plot-wise. Yeah. But just the way it's made, the way they've used the camera, the way they use sound, the sound effects mm. and the fading in and out and the the trippy like it's just so well made by someone I respect. So I'm going to stick with it even yeah. though it hasn't quite hooked me in as a plot line. Yeah, the yet. second episode lost me a little bit, but it's not, I mean, it's still a high quality show. I just, honestly, I just don't know if I want to put the effort forth to figure out what in the world is going on. I, I, I can't watch it once and really have, really catch everything. And yeah, I mean, if you want it, you could Westworld it where you're looking right. at which of these flashes is the past, which right. is the future. That's like, what I would have to do. That's, that's why I, I did confused. that to Westworld because I have to like analyze it. When he's hanging out with Lenny, who is Aubrey mm-hmm. Plaza, right. I thought they met for the first time in the asylum and then there's these flashes of them like i I was very confused by when i I didn't know know they knew each other pre or or is she just or does she even imagination i feel like she's just in his head you know i can't i don't know no one guy can make him have people like be in their memories and stuff you know i don't know i can't I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm going to watch some more. It looks really, it's really cool looking. And like you said, I like the feel because it's got that Fargo feel because that same guy's making it. And it even has some of the same, you know, actresses. Uh, I, I like that, that one main girl. She was good in Fargo season two. Anyway, I, I think most, you know, most of the comic fans are watching it and liking it, digging it, thinking, hey, maybe this could have been. What? It gets my recommendation, but if you're not digging it, I wouldn't blame you a bit. Right. You know. You gotta invest in it. Um, and you guys said, uh, Supergirl was new. What, was that the only one? Yeah, Supergirl yeah. was the Luthor's episode where, oh, Lena's mother, what is her name? Starts, with, starts an with an L. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what is it? You can't just write an L. <laughs> is it Lillian? Lasagna? Lasagna. What does that say? Leopard. <laughs> Whatever. Ms. Luthor. Yeah, so she's on trial finally, and uh, we we see Mentalio. 
Michael so eloquently puts it. Mentalio uh, breaks her, well, causes havoc on the on the uh, stand, and they escape. And uh, frame basically, they frame uh, Lena Luthor, who is obviously Smallville's Michael Rosenbaum. They frame her as to stealing kryptonite to give to Mentalio, or Metallo as the rest of us call him. And uh, they fake some footage and it ends up being Cyborg Superman, which isn't really Cyborg Superman, but whatever. Cyborg Manhunter Man. <laughs> yeah, Cyborg Manhunter Man. And then, anyways, um, not a great episode. Uh, I really like the... We, we get we get a flashback. That was my take. We get a flashback of the Luthors when, in the storyline, Lena, who has always been adopted by the Luthors, is apparently Lionel's actual daughter from an affair he had. And her coming into their home, and we see our first shot of Lex as a child. And Lionel, who was bald, he looks like Lex Luthor as we know him. Mm-hmm. In the flashback, um, but see, we, I'm wondering if that's a little bit of a retcon. Yeah, and I didn't think of that ahead of time, or if that's always been the plan that she's she is Luther by blood. I'm not sure. But we get a little flash in in the in the uh, Lena as a tiny, tiny little girl beats Lex in chess, which I thought was kind of funny. But um, really, my favorite part was the part they they steal they kidnap Lena to unlock. Lex's, I don't know if, the way they talk about Lex, it's almost as if he is dead. Like, They're pretty vague about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we're, we're led to assume he's in prison. Yeah. But if you really listen to how they talk about yeah, him. About how he's wasted his potential, or they, they've taken a light from the world. Right. And that stuff, yeah. But anyways, we get the shot of this, um, kind of cache of weapons Lex has collected that he has, um, different ones apparently through, throughout the world to fight Superman. And we get our first shot of Lex's battle suit. Yeah. <laughs> and a few other little uh, toys. One was the act, like the atomic axe, which was from season one, I think, one of those villains. Um, anyway, so that was pretty cool. My big thing I'm realizing about Super Supergirl right now is there are way too many characters on this show. <laughs> and like Arrow, they've all got to have, you know... Yeah, yeah. one of them's guardian, and one of them is this, and Monel has a has a secret identity. Everybody's got a this some sort of storyline going on that we haven't wrapped up in a bow tightly and ended any of them. Uh-huh. Like, what happened to Max? We haven't seen Max Lord. He 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 disappeared with the Omega Hedron like weeks or months ago. No word is mentioned of him. We've got the Guardian and Wynn out there doing their thing, and. And uh, we hardly—I feel like we hardly see Supergirl anymore. So that's my little gripe for the week. We need more Supergirl and less everybody else. <laughs> no more Guardian. I would be a okay with that. That for TV? Did anybody else? stick with Powerless? I haven't watched the third episode yet. I haven't. Wa- I've only watched the pilot, but I'm not giving up on it. I just haven't. Yeah, I'm gonna the watch third the third episode is better. Okay, I'm it's gonna actually it. pretty good. Yeah, I've got it recorded. Um. The, uh, I just happened to notice in the credits, the director was Jay Chandrasekhar, the guy from Super Troopers, the Broken Lizard mm-hmm. comedian, and he has directed it, he's, 
he's a he's, he's a good comedic actor, but he, he does a lot of directing nowadays. And he's done Arrested Development episodes, like a dozen episodes of Community, New Girl. Like he's directed a ton of great shows. So I was like, wow, okay, there might be a little something. You know, yeah. if he yeah. he has something to lend to it. And it was just a tighter episode, a little funnier. And Corbin Burnson showed up. Oh yeah, as uh, what's uh, Alan Tudyk's dad? No, oh, the head of this corporation. So and is just, he like Thomas's brother, or uh, I'm not sure how he would be on the Wayne family tree. Yeah. But just kind of intimidating businessman, yeah, while right. Tudyk's kind of a sniveling worm. And <laughs> yeah, he was just he was really good. And I read we never brought up the opening credits of that show. Oh, mm-hmm. And how cool they are! Yeah. Where, yeah. You know the vintage comic covers, and it yes. kind of zooms in. Like that was that's my favorite part yeah. of the yeah, series. It is good. I thought I thought that when I was watching an episode, I was thinking that is really well yeah. done. Are they dropping a bunch of Easter eggs in each episode? This one had a few us? more. This one had a few references. That was my complaint about the early one. Mm-hmm. The references were so vague and easy. This one had a couple. Like ah, I get that. Like there were a few <laughs> yeah. of those little winks. So. Yeah, it's showing I'll, improvement. I'll probably watch that tonight. Showing improvement. And I also binge watched Santa Clarita Diet. I watched all yeah. ten episodes this week. And really enjoyed it. Okay. I thought it was good too. Okay. It is they're only half hour. We we were wrong okay. last week. Good. Ten half hour episodes and it is very sitcommy. And right, I love Timothy Oliphant. And he <laughs> Well uh, documented. Yes. So he uh <laughs> I like Drew Barrymore too, I don't care. All right. Um and I remember him, he is really good friends with Conan O'Brien. Okay. From being on his show, they hit it, uh, they, they go out to dinner, their families hang out, they go on vacation together. So right. And like when he goes on that show, he is so weird and goofy. And just wearing flip flops, like, hey guys, what's up? Yeah. But you know him from, you know, Deadwood yeah, yeah. and Justified and he's a villain in some of the, it was one of those diehard movies. He mm-hmm. was one of the villains. Like you only see him in these steely, intense roles. But I think in real life he is the goofiest person right. you'll ever meet. And this really shines. I heard in he this was show. playing like a really off, laid back character or whatever compared to. But very like, well, honey, I'm not sure what we're doing tonight. You know, just like mm. becoming unhinged as right, it goes. Yeah. And it's, I said it, it's silly and it's over the top, but it, it it really made me laugh. And I had some great guest stars. Patton Oswalt was in an episode. Nathan Fillion. Andy Richter showed up. Uh, Portia de, Ross, de Rossi yeah. was in an episode. Yeah. So it, it got some real talent. And there's a reference in it. It was the perfect reference for me. I won't spoil it. <sighs> I know at least one of our listeners will enjoy this reference to death as much as I did. What episode? How far do I got to go uh, to get this? About halfway through. Oh, my God. In the comic book store. They, they, okay. like, one of the sets is a comic store, so they hang out. Okay. Just I'll try I'll reference. try it. Yeah, it. it it's perfectly fine. I, I thought it was fine. My wife, she was enjoying it, and I I did like Drew Barrymore, and kind of the progression of her character as she goes along, how her personality yeah. changes. <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. Okay, I which we didn't explain. Yes, Drew Barrymore becomes a zombie. Yeah, right. and in a very suburban affluent neighborhood. Right, and I've heard that you know, if you know anything about Santa Clarita, it's there's a lot of nods that people. This is in California, I believe. Right, yeah. you know they. There's a lot of stuff in there for the, just for them. People that know more <laughs> about this area that we won't get, but. But yeah, that's sort of the you know 
something really dark happens. Like, but honey, we're realtors. We don't know what we're doing. Like, <laughs> it's that very, yeah. like, yeah, juxtaposition between this extreme, yeah. gruesome, bloody stuff and this kind of farcical, mm-hmm. you know, upper class. Yeah, the, the scene where they're in the, the um, I can't remember who the guy was. He was a bad dude, and they're in his little apartment. Oh, Loki. And, and <laughs> they... They kind of weasel their way in there, uh, promising him that somebody wants to cash in um, or offer him a bunch of money for the for his apartment or something like that. And they get in there, and then they're trying to put on like uh, plastic ponchos <laughs> before, because they're going to murder him. Right? Cra- and they they swing like, oh, each other's pants. Yeah, so Tim the Elephant's got on tiny little pants. I love stuff walk. like that where where one person's totally oblivious to what is happening. Yeah. Well, well, that is what we do in the shadows, where they're like, where they're vampires, they bring someone for a date, and they're like putting plastic down, just so, just so they don't get the blood all over the couch. Yeah. But I, I laughed out loud every episode. At least some, one or two things made me laugh, and it, I, so I, I really recommend. What it. makes me laugh is that I worked in a Taika Waititi reference. <laughs> Check it off the list. That's right. Okay. One more thing, TV wise, Sci-Fi Channel. Cosplay Melee, a new reality show coming to the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, my lord. Like a, one of those fashion shows or one of those builder shows that there are now 400 of them. Yvette Nicole Brown from Community, Mm -hmm. uh, big fangirl. She's hosting and every week's gonna be like four contestants. They get a challenge, have to build a prop or whatever and there's judges there. So, Sci-Fi tried that a while ago. They had that Heroes of Cosplay show Mm -hmm. and it was more, they kind of followed them to cons. Yeah, oh, yeah. am I going to get my costume built in time? Right. It was more like reality, like following yeah, I their lives. A of that. This one's going to be more processed. They're, they're in it's Project Runway or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. get a challenge, and have, you're going to see more of the making. But of these are stuff. like pros, or uh, it said you know uh, from around the cosplay community, right. some of the best America's, the world's best cosplayers. So right. it's more of a challenge yeah. kind of reality show. So that's coming up this summer, March twenty cool. first. Save Martha! Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before Zod! Under Ruth! Set it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. Ha! 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 Movies. I don't have like a ton of movie stuff. The one, one first thing that stuck out to me is they're going to make a a remake of the Raid, the Raid Redemption. <laughs> Where they speak American. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to go on a rant here because they remake all kinds of stuff, and I'm sure it'll be its own th- thing. The director is going to be Joe Carnahan, who did the Gray Liam Neeson movie, and I forget what else he's done, but he's got uh, the blessing. What'd you say? Bubba Hotep. Oh, okay. He's got, uh, um, Gareth Evans' blessing and he's gonna have some input on it. It's not gonna be, it's gonna be something different. It's gonna, you know, it's not gonna be like a straight remake, which those of you that don't know, The Raid Redemption is an Indonesian action movie and it's nothing short of the greatest action movie ever made. I will not oversell it here. What year did that come out? 2011. One from his 2011 list. I've already got it. <laughs> yeah. got it cracked. <laughs> he's, he's, he's making, it won a Poobah award. Action so, film of the year. Poobah 2011. It, uh, there was a, there was 
um, the raid two in 2014, um, was great also, but this, it's an unbelievable movie. Do yourself a favor and watch it. If, if you really want to do it right, when you get a hold of a copy of it, and you're more than welcome to borrow my copy, and any, any Jesse's out there that want to watch it, I got, have the Blu-ray of, of it. I even have instructions that I've written out and put in the Blu-ray, Blu-ray on how to watch it. Record a commentary. You have to watch it a certain way, cause it comes with a, uh, they redid a, uh, soundtrack for it with, um, gosh, what's their names? What's the name of that band? Leonard Skinner? No. I, obviously, no. <laughs> Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. <laughs> I was, you were so close. Yeah. Start with an L. <laughs> so so was so's mother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, the, uh, the, it automatically plays with this Lincoln Park soundtrack, which is not the original, and the original is good, and it's on there, and you don't want to watch it dubbed, and you, you gotta watch it in the original language, read the subtitles with the original soundtrack, and it's wonderful, and you'll be fine that you had to read something. It's an action movie. There's barely any dialogue. But it's, it, it is, it totally, I mean, it's only five years old, but it will hold up forever. The, every fight in that gets better and better. The final fight's just ridiculously amazing, and you have to watch it. I, l- I will let anybody borrow it. It must be watched. <laughs> he walks down the street just hanging. I do. <laughs> I have, I've given it out many times. And now, this is the movie with the, all the hallway fights where they're kind of going up and down the, the building and it's different hallways. Oh, uh, yeah. There's, yeah, there, it's, what it is is there's a, there's a building and there's drug dealers, um, but it's like, like it was ultra low it. budget. They built basically one hallway set. Yeah, and just kept yeah, having yeah, yeah, fights, yeah. so like, yeah, they're going up the building. Right. Sorry. Yes, I get. There's a another movie, another four movie, Old Boy, with a famous hallway oh, scene, right, which right. made me get confused. But anyway, this, uh, yes, there's tons of fighting in the hallways. Just so many good ideas, scene after scene, and it, it's you know people. Now you're seeing a lot of movies. Uh, you know, a lot of movies are taking things from that in the last five years. So uh, you see a lot more, you know, influence. From this movie, but this is the original. And that, I, I'm pretty sure it's the movie. He puts the guy's head through the door, and it shatters. And then he like stomps on his neck, and his head, his neck goes like through the shattered wood. It's it's amazing. like one of the biggest jolts I've ever had. Yeah. I was like, ugh, one of those visceral like. Ugh. There's just so much good. Anyway, they're making a remake of it. Kill me now. Okay. Um, Mel Gibson. Is in talks to direct Suicide Squad too. This is all for. I could have put this in a fake news segment. <laughs> anyway, he he confirmed it. He's in talks, so whatever. Mel Gibson and his like giant a, beard. <laughs> he looks like a homeless person. <laughs> he might be. And in colon news, work on a bumper for that. Colon news. Kong, colon, Skull Island is going to have a post credit scene. I wanted to make sure you knew that. So stick around in the theater, folks. March 10th comes out, and there's a post credit scene. I bet I can guess what I bet you can. I bet you can, <laughs> but you'll just sit there and watch He it. rolls a giant barrel at a plumber. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Man, John awesome. Goodman dons red uh, overalls. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Mario, I have a Mario Van Peebles comes out. <laughs> 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 
Man, I can't believe I saw that name. <laughs> That's all I got for movies. I didn't do a deep dive into that. You guys got anything? Nope. Uh, whatever. Let's go on. Comics. Comics. How can you read this? There's no pictures. Well, some people use their imagination. Well, I must hurry back to my comic book store where I dispense the insults rather than absorb them. It happens all the time. Read a comic book, okay? <laughs> Anybody read anything this week? Uh, nope. Not yet. I picked them up, but I haven't read them. There were some great books. <laughs> like the, the Wild Storm what? came out this week. Hmm. Warren Ellis okay. rebooting the Wildstorm universe of Jim Lee fame. I was going to say, that sounds familiar. So it's a brand new modernized take of the Authority, Stormwatch, Wildcats. They're all kind of mixed into modern day black ops adventure and fun stuff. I didn't get a ton from the first issue because I don't know a lot of those characters. Yeah, I don't know any. I, I followed Wildcats for a while, but none of the other ones. So it, it was a good issue, but I think if I knew the characters, I would have liked it a little more. Uh, oh yeah, that was probably the, the most important release of the week. Uh, some of the other news, we've got more information. Uh, people maybe not following the Rebirth books too closely have asked, you know, when have they mentioned anything about Watchmen? Well, we're finally going to get it. I don't remember if we've said anything I saw about that this cover. before. I saw it. No, we didn't say We're that. having a crossover between Batman and Flash. The, they called them DC's two best detectives. I don't know why Flash is now one that he's a detective. <laughs> but it's called The Button, I believe. Yeah. So Batman and Flash issues 21 and 22 of each of those. Holographic cover. Where we're going to yeah, have the lenticular cool. cover going yeah. back and forth. Of Batman and or Flash, depending on which angle you're looking at it, holding the bloody comedian button. Oh, yeah. So they are finally inspecting the end of that one shot that came out more than a year ago. And when's Where, that come out? E Batman, what, 19 just came out. So a couple more, about a yeah. month. Month? Yeah. Within a month, we say it's going to come out. Yeah, I, remember, then, I remember doing that rebirth special we did and it feels like forever ago so there have not been any really concrete watchman references mm-hmm. until now there have been some people think maybe but we're finally getting into it and they just released they released the cover to issue 21 weeks ago and they just the cover to issue 22 of batman has the flashpoint batman standing there oh wow which is thomas, thomas wayne, wayne. So I I don't we're gonna bend time and space I don't know what yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's what happening do. but yeah that's, that's how we do. Barry's gonna <laughs> ruin the timeline yeah, again yeah so yeah Barry's gonna do something dumb with the timeline <laughs> and then Marvel not to be outdone Marvel released a piece of Alex Ross art with one word under it generations did you guys see this mm-hmm. nope yeah I saw it it was all these newfangled characters. Like Lady Thor, like the front row was all the young characters and the back row was all the main characters. I'll never forget that. That's one of my favorite quotes from the podcast is, is, who are you, who are you talking about? So and so doesn't like a Lady Thor. (laughs) Odin, yeah. Odin doesn't like a Lady Thor. I was like, well, he does not. I just love the way you said that. I was like, that would be a highlight reel. Cliff, let's do a highlight reel. <laughs> oh, you, have to, you just have to re-listen to all the podcasts. <laughs> and pick out the four times we've been funny. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, the front row is all the young, modern, new, revamped, rebooted versions of the characters in the back row. So we've got Lady Thor and Thor, the young Nova, Richard Ryder, Miles Morales and Peter Parker, Amadeus Cho and Bruce Banner. Like it's right. it's all these people. Basically, we think it's leading to the Marvel rebirth, bringing back these characters we've been missing. Oh, yeah. Okay. No one knows even what it is. Is it a miniseries? They haven't released anything as far as this recording. But it's a big piece of Alex Ross art that gets people excited. So you know it's going to be major, and something's coming up this summer called Generations. Hmm. And the other big uh, Marvel news, they are teaming with Archie Comics to start releasing digests outside of the direct market. So big box stores and newsstands, you know, going through the Kroger aisle or whatever, mm. they still have those little Archie digests. I love them. And Marvel, hey, they had a bright idea. People who maybe don't all go to comic stores. So they are, I'm sure it's just going to be reprinted material, but Archie's going to start publishing it for them in these kind of all-ages books. And the first couple they've announced, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, Wolverine, and X-Men are going to start showing up in Walmarts and grocery stores and things like that, which I'm not sure why it's taken this long, but... Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. And last thing, Dark Horse just announced a partnership with Mystery Science Theater 3000. They got a license to do something... Huh. Either yeah. a comic or a line and and or a line of products. I think the speculation I saw was basically kind of stories set, like reading in some of the comments, doing a little bit of research. Apparently, there was talk about this a while where they were going to take old like Gold Key comics or old Public Domain comics and like make fun of them in a Mystery Science Theater type. But I don't know if that's this or new stories just starring the bots. I, I don't know what it is, but right. it's going to be a dark horse. So cool. it'll be it'll be major. Lots of good stuff happening. All right, we don't do it near near often enough. It's time for some game therapy. Challenge your imagination to come alive and to battle with the creatures of Dungeons and Dragons. It's Operation The Wacky Doctor's Game, where you're the wacky doctor. Battery's not included. I am doing it. My turn. Shall we play a game? I want to talk about a game. And it because a, a newer version came out of it this week. But there's a game from 1981. Ooh. I know. From Sleuth Publications called Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. There's been many, I mean, uh, many forms of everything has Sherlock everywhere, and there's even a bazillion games, but this is kind of the cream of the crop. And um, it was put out by Sleuth Publications, then uh, reprinted by Starry Games years later. Now Space Cowboys is doing it. But they would, it, you have like a case. You come out with a case, you know, do, do, a, do a Sherlock Holmes case, and... I'll explain how it works, but the, uh. Is it Colonel Mustard anywhere? Yeah, <laughs> that's <library>? a clue. <laughs> oh. You're close. Anyway, it won an award in 85 for, it was good. Okay. 
the Germans are like the the main gaming hub in the world. They're the big board gamers. Of course, they have. If there's the, anything I always say. Right. It's German, the Germans, Germans know how to have a good time. <laughs> they know how to party. <laughs> they know how to party. They uh, they have the Spiel des Jahres every year. Do we get year. any downloads from Germany? Yeah, do we get any downloads? From We've Germany? had downloads from Germany. Hey, yeah. welcome, Guten Tag. <laughs> we love you. But they uh, they have the Spiel des Jahres every year, which is the game of the year. And the Kinderspiel, which is kids' game of the year, but the uh, this one in '85. Kinderspiel, yeah, that's yeah. fun. To say. I like. That's why our, I said it. Our it's German fun. downloads are gonna it's skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a you get a case, and it's for one to however many players. I think eight or ten players, but it comes with a bunch of. Let's say okay, you have a case book, and it tells you, you know, a scenario. It says here's what happened. You know, here's a story going on. And then you have to, it has a map. You lay it out on the table. It has like all these locations in London. And you like pick a place to go investigate the case. And you, so you have a map with locations, with numbers and letters. You have a London directory and you can like look up, okay, well, I want to, this had something to do with a hat. I'm going to look up a hat maker in the directory and you go there and it tells you where on the map to go. Then you look up in the, case book and it tells you what interaction you had when you got there you went in there and what did the guy say what clues did you get there there's a newspaper for that that day like yellowed like yeah these are these are truly vintage oh yeah <laughs> they but it has a newspaper and it's all this news front front and back and some of it has nothing to do with the case but some there are little clues in it and, and each case you do like has a new newspaper page but you keep the older pages, so like the next case will have clues in one of the past newspapers. They kind of just keep rolling into the next one. But it's a game you can play with several people. You sit there and decide where you're going to go and investigate and you know re- read what happened, try to figure out what happened, and there's going to be questions at the end that they ask you. And if by what... You, what information you got, you can answer and get so many points. And you try to basically beat Sherlock Holmes. He he also solved the worked on the case while you're working on oh, it. Oh, you don't play as Sherlock. You have no, you you, you can even go him. talk to him. He's one of the people you can go talk to. There's a list of people like you have con- a contact at Scotland Yard. You have a con- you have Sherlock. You have a contact contact at all these the library and everywhere you know. And you can go talk to any of them at any time. But each time you go somewhere to talk, it takes. It's a, it's a, like a point or whatever, and it took the more I, I get points isn't right. It's like an action, and the more actions you took, the less points you're going to get. Like Sherlock will do it in the least amount of actions yeah, yeah. that was possible, and you're trying to get as close to him as you can. But what is what I like about it is that yes, you can play it with a bunch of people, but I do not do that. This is a solitaire game. I have if you if you're gonna go somewhere you don't have internet or something, like I, I had to go out in the country, I was like, okay, I'm taking this with me. I have a nice case book, my little newspaper, my map, London directory, and I can just sit there and I got my little notepad. I write down my clues and go through light your pipe and put yeah. on your Oh on your exactly, cap. yes. Have a little tea <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fantastic, and it you know what what I like about it is okay you could watch you could read a Sherlock Holmes yeah, book. It's, it's it's pretty cool. He doesn't need friends. I don't. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I don't. There, well, friends play, with similar interests. People play. Last night. People play, play solitaire. Oh, yeah. Well, 
you know, just being Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, but I don't go ask him anything. It's just me. Yeah, but people play solitaire. You know, this is just. You justify it. I am justifying it. People play, you can read a book and they will take you all, they'll try to fool you, take you all, give you a bunch of information you I don't need. I tried to need. beat Sherlock at Tic-Tac-Toe and I can't, I cannot <laughs> nope. beat that guy. And the, uh, you can watch a movie and they try to confuse you with different clues you don't need. This, the, what I like about this is you're doing the same, you're getting the same story, but you decide what information you want. Because the more, the more you go places, the more confusing it gets. You get a lot of information that doesn't matter. And so you have to try to think what, what really, what from the clues you got, what you need to That's why clue, I up. stick to the billiard room and I never leave. Because <laughs> anytime you go out to the conservatory or whatever, it just gets too, it I get does. too cluttered in my head. I can never solve the crime. <laughs> that is a very complicated game, let me tell you. Anyway. This is going down the toilet fast. I've got, I've got the wrong audience for this. I'm mocking you because I would never be able to do that game. <laughs> no. I suck at Clue. Like, oh, this I, Clue. I, like, wait, I do. I suck at Clue, which I'm saying I could there's never no, handle there's this. There's no thought yeah. in Clue. Wait, you, like wait clue. he showed me a knife, right? Oh, what? So that means it's not it. Okay. Whew, check that one out. Like, it takes me, like, way too much mental power to handle oh Clue. So I could not handle it. I will say, I say I suffer from a, a board game term, is AP. Analysis paralysis. I will sit there. I'm so afraid of going someplace that's a waste of time and having those points against me that I will just keep going over the little bit of information I have looking for something because I know that Sherlock will have figured it out and I want to get as close to a perfect score as I can. The thing is, there's points that, like, at the end you you are asked a bunch of questions. You get points for what you can answer. Now, there's a bunch of stuff that Sherlock can't answer because he didn't go all over the city but he can answer the main thing that you were trying to solve. So you can theoretically get more points than him, but you lose so many points from going places that it kind of evens out. Um, anyway, it's, it's fun. They, they, they have been doing reprints of these old cases. That's and why I wondered if you can still get it. Oh uh, yeah. This, this is a new, reprint. That, they're still making new content. Yeah, this past week, like this, this case I have laying here is from, um, it came out. And did they supply the cute little notebook, or is that yours? <laughs> no, that's mine. <laughs> no, that's his. That's mine. <laughs> but anyway, they... Uh, <laughs> just wanted to whip out a quill and ink to, like, yeah. write in yeah. the... <laughs> Ooh, that's what I need is a, is a quill and ink. <laughs> but anyway, like that... I tried to get cute. One of the first cases I did, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to the crime scene. I am not wasting time <laughs> at the crime scene. Well, that was a, that was a bad move. <laughs> Crime scene turns out pretty handy, and there's a reason it's cliche to go to the crime scene. <laughs> but anyway, but I did. That's why I have to play the video games where the clue like lights up. Oh like, yeah, pick yeah. this up. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. is that a key? I, I might need that later. Yeah. Like that's about my level of. There was one solving. one case that I was really I just got a lot of satisfaction from because, um, like some someone had died and they left a clue to how who killed them. And it re- the only reason I figured it out is I had seen some- – you ever heard of Ellery Queen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Old show, you know, in the 70s, um, kind of a Sherlock Holmes type thing. Um, and I remember this episode of that where this guy died or a guy or a woman died and they 
they were killed and they laid while they were dying they were laying by the tv and the clock and they unplugged them both at the same time and son ellery queen or whoever however it was they figured it out that at that time on that station they were showing the weather and there was a it was stupid there was like a picture of the sun and so they knew the sun did it you know and this was a much more sophisticated version in the uh, sherlock holmes case but it was something like that that i i I was so proud of myself. I figured this out. I was like, it's just like Ellery Queen. Anyway, yeah, they came up with a new set this week that reprinted six cases from the West End Adventures in from 1995. And they added four new cases that all tie together, and they're all based on Jack the Ripper. But they keep, they've got two more sets they've already advertised coming out. So there's plenty of cases out there. There's tons of cases that they did in... um other languages around the world that we didn't even get in English, and they're busy translating them. This is the so only. Has this game been popular all these years, or is it just kind of a comeback reissue? It came back, uh, you know, I'd say five years ago, really, with the reprint, mm-hmm. and a lot of people got back into it. But it's it's pretty big, and the um, the only fault I will say to it is a lot of these things have been translated from other languages, and so there might be some mistakes in it in it and that is a problem when you're trying to figure out (laughs) the answer to a complicated murder and so i will say don't let that i want to want you to know about it but if this sounds interesting don't let that stop you from getting it because there's a website board game geek that any game you want to look up they will have errata for that you can just print out and slip into your case book that has the corrected version and things like that. So huh. you don't waste time well, on a mistake. Been looking at that case book ever since you started talking, I don't know. have you solved it yet? <laughs> nice. Anyway, wow. he uh, three move. You beat Sherlock in three moves. <laughs> There's even a case by Jove. I think you've done it from like 20 years ago that was so. I I read about a group playing it that. It took 16 hours to play this case. They even had a bulletin board up on the wall, just like investigators had pictures of all the suspects, strings tied them all together, who was where. They like had went fully in depth with it. I was like, I'm, I have to do that. <laughs> I have to have that set up on my wall in my dining room. You just need one where it's like, who isn't, who isn't a robot? Like you need like an updated sci-fi version of this. <laughs> right. There's a, Another company um, came out with a game. This uh, company's Eighth Summit. It, it's exactly this game, only it's Lovecraft. It's called Mythos Tales, and it came out in the last couple months. And I just got it. I haven't played it yet, but it's, it's set up exactly the same, except there. Instead of you worrying about how many moves you make, you just have a certain number of moves. So you just go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do your moves. And at that point, what you know is what you know. And it's, I kind of like that idea of not having to. You know, worry about whether I am going to allow myself one more clue. Can't disappoint Sherlock. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can't beat him. Don't even go into it trying to beat Sherlock because it isn't going to happen. He does it perfectly. Can't beat as long as, as long as when I get to the end and I look up, he'll explain how he figured it out. As long as it makes sense and I feel like I, if, if I'd have, you know, there was a possibility that I could have figured it out that, that satisfies me. But anyway, the the Mythos Tales is the exact same thing, only, you know, HP Lovecraft's gonna be Cthulhu, uh, you know, just the occult is attached to it. The only thing that turns me off a little bit about that is I hate when something is just explained away as supernatural. So, I'm a little, lean a little bit more towards the Sherlock Holmes stuff. 
Hmm. Anyway, these these are like thirty to forty bucks for ten cases, and it's high quality and great game. I love it. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I have to I admit, I have not played a board game, an actual board game that probably wasn't like Candyland, right? <laughs> since I was probably a kid. Most people think like. I mean, like you, you, you get you bring up Candyland, and he says Clue. I mean, that's what people. Yeah, that's just what, what, what do people assume. say first? Monopoly. Everybody says yeah. Monopoly. I hate Monopoly, but the you know that's what people think of when they think of board games. But I feel like I've told you guys about many games. That, oh yeah, you know, shows you it has evolved. Yeah, you know, there's, there's a whole world out there. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that, yeah. You know, well, you can't just go buy Walmart. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna have you guys over sometime, some night, just to try out a few things, but. There's a game I'll talk about sometime that is my favorite game, and I almost talked about it tonight, but I won't. But it's because a new version of it came out. But well, I know you guys awesome. play. You guys, you know, your family plays games all the oh, time. Oh yeah, we're supposed to play this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they love. They're loving it just because we've played for years. But now yeah. I'm bringing all this new stuff around. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, right, right. It's so it's really really fun. A lot a lot of good big group games. We always have a Eight to ten people and some, I mean, these, a lot of party games when you get that size of people, but super fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something to do rather than stare at each other and look at your, real, a lot of people on their phones at yeah. family gatherings yeah, that's, now. Yeah. This is just like, there's no time for that. Put the phones down. We're playing a game. <laughs> you know, every, everybody's into it, having a good time. So they're not all winners and not every game's for everybody. Just like not every movie or anything. Some people just don't like board games and I totally get that too. I don't, yeah. you know, but. I think I just think you know try well, something you know I mentioned to you there's guys something few, out there for you a few weeks ago about at um, the local grocery store here in town I'd walk by and and there were some teenagers coming in and it's a very very small town and they were just coming in and the you know it's a Kroger and they just have a it's a it's a big store so they just have like a little cafe area, cafe area and those kids were coming in and just kind of having a seat and like. They they had four or five games stacked up there that I had never seen or heard of. Right. And they were just kind of doing their thing down there. And I just, you know, I stopped and talked to them a couple of times. And, and they were having a good old time. So I'd much rather. Took them to a ball game? Ball <laughs> <hot>? Yeah. <laughs> the cafe's empty since then. But, yeah, there's a, there's a, a lot of. Uh, <laughs> lot, lot, a lot, a lot of good games out there. So, I'll, anyway, I'll have you guys over sometime. We'll just try a few, couple things out. See if you, see if I, I'm sure I can find something I think you guys would at least like to try. And I'm all about if we don't like it right off the bat, put it away, <laughs> do something else. <laughs> all right, that's about it. All right, works for me. Well, it's a shame Michael was so quiet this yeah, whole time. Thanks for thanks for soldiering through this, Michael. As always, he is the illustrious Michael <laughs> K. Easton. You can find him at Second to None Graphics online. Michael K. Easton on Facebook. My name is Jordan Lowe. Uh, I'm at Asylum Comics, two twelve Third Street in Marietta, or Facebook under Low Words at Low Words on Twitter. And I'm Cliff Barnes. You can find me. At Ohio Cliff Barnes on the Twitter. I am on Facebook. We're going to get back into the Mickey Bars podcast real soon here, guys. Um, 
it's just it's as a travel agent, it's just our busiest time of year. So we're going to get back into that. Don't forget uh, the first Friday event here down here at Asylum, March third, twenty seventeen. So come down, check us out. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, and I'm Seth. I'm at DG Poobah on Twitter, and I will be posting some pics of this Sherlock game and Mythos Tales on our Facebook page and Twitter when this comes out. So, and if you have any esoteric questions about rules, just send them right his way. <laughs> yeah, we'll be happy to answer. Oh, please, you'll be sad. Hey, that let you, me know what you guys are playing. I know we got some gamers out there. I've seen, you know, some of our followers play. Board games and RPGs, mm-hmm. things like that. Let me know what you're playing. Yeah, invite us down to Kroger. Yeah, we'll, we'll all go down to Kroger and make a night of it. Heckle, It'll be great. Heckle Cliff when he comes strolling in there. My <laughs> buddy, all right. Dudley, pour one half for Dudley. Goodbye forever. Kapow, the pop culture podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.